0: Hello, folks, and welcome back to another episode of iZombie Radio, your source for all things iZombie on the CW. I'm one of your hosts, Sean Carpenter, as usual, and I'm here, as usual, with my two lovely friends and co-hosts, Chris King and Blaze Hopkins. Chris, how are you doing tonight?
1: Uh, doing pretty well, um, overall, Sean. You know, I was just talking to you guys before we hopped on. One of my favorite shows of all time. Definitely one of my favorite comedies of all time. New girl rap tonight. Um so definitely a l- little bittersweet, but I think it ended on a on a pretty pretty much of a pretty good of a high note. I don't know, I, words are hard for me tonight. And uh <laughs> yeah, and so doing doing well. Um aside from that. Watched uh watched a little bit of Black Panther earlier. Uh my birthday's in two days, so that's kinda cool. So yeah, overall, not bad. And finals week's over, so a little less stressed out, just have to do with the regular workload instead of the school workload being added onto it. So uh, no complaints here, and uh, that eye zombie news wasn't bad either, which we'll be talking about.
0: Yeah, well, I'm glad to hear you're not as stressed anymore. Um, La-
1: last week was rough.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Just yeah. It sounded rough. Um, and Blaze, how you doing, my dude?
2: I'm doing well, I'm getting settled into uh, my new job, and new schedule and everything, and uh, yeah, otherwise, can't complain, just excited for uh, some of the TV stuff that's been happening, and uh, NBA playoffs are in the conference finals, so. Ooh, fun. Who are you, root- who are you rooting for? Um, nah. Rockets, Cavs. Oh, okay, but I'm down for that. I don't know if that'll happen, so we'll see.
1: I feel you. I'm just curious after the Sixers. I mean, obviously, I knew you weren't rooting
2: for the Celtics, so... Mm
1: -mm.
2: (laughs) I think Golden State's gonna win it all, though.
1: Mm, Yeah. Like, I
2: I just don't see see anything stopping them, but... Who knows?
1: It's like the closest thing to an All-Star team. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Welcome to iZombie, a sports podcast. (laughs) Um... No. So you
1: guys uh, want to talk about how the Phillies are a game and a half out of first place behind the Braves? I mean, like <laughs> I'm really, I'm really excited about this first month of baseball. Um, oh <laughs>
0: my god! <laughs> Take it away from me, Sean. Take it away. Tell okay, you. yeah. Let Let's get back on with the show because we actually have some news for once. Uh, this broke pretty much after we almost. The day after we posted last week's episode. Or something like that. I don't remember exactly when the news broke. But it broke. We are coming back. We're coming back next year, guys. Next TV season. iZombie. Season 5. Whoa. (laughs) That went... That that literally was down to the wire. (laughs) And... We back in business, baby. (laughs) Uh, So definitely means definitely means not everyone dies at at the end of the season. So there's a plus. (laughs) Um, But yeah, how do you guys feel about it coming back? I mean, other than excited because obviously I'm
2: just happy that the CW, I think they just as a network seem to appreciate their fans, and you know, I truly believe that the voice was loud enough online to you know make, make this happen, so it's very exciting. And I think like everybody involved with the show, you know, and creation and all aspects of it deserve to have this show keep going, so I am pumped.
1: Yeah, Chris. Yeah, no, same. Um, I mean, I echo everything Blaze said. I think, I mean, as we saw, even with um, with Brooklyn Nine Nine being able to come back on NBC uh, a lot due to kind of fan fan out fan outcry on Twitter, um, I think that Renew I Zombie hashtag, you know, it showed the CW execs, hey, like we got a passionate fan base here. Um, we have a very like rich, richly creative show. Um, I definitely think it's one of the like you know, as we've discussed many a time, one of the most ambitious shows on on the CW. Just with like the the different storylines it goes to, even I mean this season, as we discussed with like the political overtones um, and everything as well. Um, overtones or undertones? Not sure which one would be applicable there. Anyway, but uh, but the, the um, I think it just. Uh, It has me, you know, excited, and it also just has me really curious, because I don't know how Rob Thomas and Co., like, what they've got planned for this season's finale, Mm -hmm. Um, but, like, I don't know if we're getting a cliffhanger, I don't know if we're getting some type of ending that is, like, a pseudo-acceptable series finale, so I'm really, it makes me curious to see how this season ends, and then also how they kind of establish a new status quo for next season because pretty much every season of this show has established, like, a new, kind of a new status quo. Maybe season two, not as much, um, but, like, season three definitely with the introduction of Fillmore Graves, and obviously season four with New Seattle. Uh, so I'm just really, I'm really um, anxious to see what the hell they can do next, because, like, I, I don't know where, I kind of don't know where you go from here, um, and that, that worries me a little bit, because I'm like, what, what's, like, I mean, I know we definitely have stories to tell, I'm sure, but, like, where where are we going to go? Um, but it, more than anything, just has me, like, really pumped to see what the creative team comes up with, because I don't think they've let us down yet. Um, even this season, which we all, I think, were a little bit, like, kind of, like, after the first couple episodes, it was finding its uh, footing, I think we've all we've all kind of gotten on board now Um and are really, really enjoying it. So just, uh, as we would say about the Philadelphia 76 years, we just got to trust the process and, uh, hey, hopefully it will. <laughs> hey, it's, it's again, it's applicable. I that, I, I do. I was rooting for the six years, man. It's, it's an applicable statement to many, many facets of life. But, uh, I, I think we just have to trust the creative process and, and hope for the, hope for the best, but the writers haven't let us down yet. And I can't wait to see what they, uh, what they come up with. And, uh, which characters are going to be around for it? Because I think I think more people are dying. So I'm just saying it. I think it's happening.
0: Uh, so many feelings, <laughs> so many feelings. This episode. Oh man. But mm-hmm. yeah, I guess with that, we're just going to go straight into the episode. I mean, that that's really the only piece of news we got, and this episode has a lot. To just dig through, at least I think. So, oh yeah, yeah. Let's get right into it because, okay. <laughs> Make sure everyone you have your tissues ready, or not. I mean, if you if you're not gonna cry, then don't. Do whatever, but that I'm gonna I'm gonna launch in with the end of the episode because I just watched the episode maybe, like, an hour ago. Like, hour and a half ago, and I'm still just like, oh, God. Like, a spear went through my heart right there. And, oof. we knew this was gonna happen with Isabel, but it still feels like it was too soon.
1: Yeah. I... I mean, echo everything you said. I mean, I watched the episode live last night and I'm still like I you know, I, I obviously I take notes all the time for my reviews and I didn't even write a single note uh as soon as uh, after Robbie walked into the apartment. Like I I kinda just went like when I was writing my review and even now when we're talking about it, um what like what he said to her and just everything that happened afterwards. Um I'm just kind of going with memory because I was so locked into the show. I just think all of the actors, especially rahul uh raul just like brought it uh next level and uh yeah man it was it was a gut punch i think this one i think this one hurt more uh than even like some of the some of the deaths we've had in previous seasons like you know, like Natalie last season, or or Drake, or even Lowell. You know, all characters I think we liked and appreciated, or especially in the case of Drake, where, like, Liv had to kill him, and that was a really super emotional moment in the season two finale. Um, But this one, especially with the fact that Isabel is just a kid,
2: and she, you know, she was excited about having boyfriends, and she wanted Robbie to teach her how to drive, and... It was yeah. the most, like, innocent death that the show's presented. Yep. Um, just because even, Chris, like, I think it's a good point how you talk about all those, you know, all the exes and all the other characters. But, you know, at the end of the day, they've all been adults in this world. So, this was just, you know... And just for thinking how sort of, not even brutal, but just how most most of the time all the deaths are... Uh, also like you said sort of like graphic and this was just so peaceful and like quiet compared to everything else we've seen that it had i don't know it definitely had a massive impact yeah
1: i last thing i'll say is i just go back to you know robbie's lines where he's just like telling her to like Get up and stop faking it. And they still, they still, have, they still have work to do, um, and I really like, and I mean, I I'd like to hear your guys' thoughts on this as well. Like, like Sean, I mean, what I think, because I'm not, I mean, I think Levon being like a document you know, being the documentary guy, it's it's been it's been kind of cool, like a nice background thing this season, but it really plays well here because you get Isabel recording that message for them and it doesn't feel cheap at all it felt really like believable and authentic that that'd be something she would do you know she didn't you know she wasn't grabbing the camera herself to do it Levon was just there and uh yeah I I just think everything about that was just so nope perfect yeah it
0: having him be like the documentarian through this process, I knew something like this was going to happen because we we all kind of had a gut feeling that when she went, there was going to be some sort of archived footage of her just, you know, saying goodbye because she wouldn't necessarily have that chance with some of the characters Mm-hmm. And in this case Ravi didn't physically get to say goodbye to her but in a way her saying goodbye to him and live through the video was the closure they sort of needed to understand okay we need to we need to let we need to like not let her death go in vain we need to figure out what we need to do next and essentially cure the world because she's, I'm pretty sure she's the key to all of this at this yeah. point with this much I'd, emphasis that we've put on her
1: I'd agree with that and what I also like, what I really appreciated about Isabelle's character, I mean definitely to your point, I'd agree that she is like She, I think she is the key to all this but when she kind of first came on, especially at the end of that her first episode, I thought that was kind of her sole purpose and it was kind of almost going to be one note in a way, like, okay, here's this character and she's just going to kind of be a plot device. Um, but what I really appreciated and I credit the actors, the the writers, the directors and everything because they all did in such a short space of time and I know this is going to sound kind of cheesy, but she was like I I, I kind of felt like she was this bright kind of light, this kind of escape for Ravi and Liv. The <clears> stuff <throat> has been so dark this season. Oh yeah. And they can't leave New Seattle. I mean, we see Peyton leaving this episode, and I know we'll get to that, but they can't cross the borders and 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 go somewhere where you know there isn't the threat of execution or. or There isn't brain shortages or there isn't, you know, crime and hate groups and all this other stuff. And so then they have this, you know, teenager come in and she's sick, but she's got a hell of a great attitude and she's funny and she's just like so kind of gung ho about everything. And I just I really believed the connections between the three of them, especially I mean, Ravi got the most time with her on screen, especially between her and Ravi. And, and what they've been doing these past two episodes with him kind of being this like pseudo big brother parent to her, um, I just love that they took the time to do that because I I said this in in my review, I think she's one of the best characters that's ever that iZombie's ever given us, and she's she was in what four episodes, yeah, like, that's that's amazing. And again, it's it's a credit to um, Isabella, uh, and I am going to butcher her name, so I'm going to look it up. Uh, Isabella, where are you? Uh, Isabella uh, uh performance, too. She's just, I mean, whatever show or movie or project, whatever the hell she has going next, man, they're lucky to have her, because she's a force.
0: Yeah. I really just wanted to see a driving instruction montage, <laughs> personally, because <laughs> what this show is lacking in comedy is Ravi just screaming just out of sheer terror because he's in a car with a teenager. Not because he's scared for his life that he's going to get like eaten by someone or shot, but because a teenager is going to be the death of him.
1: Cuz man, that would that just I honestly it would be the funniest thing. But that that helmet he was wearing was almost as good as the hats he wore earlier this season. Uh, that was pretty funny, though. They've
0: definitely given him the most emotional stuff, just, like, from the funniest to the saddest.
2: Yeah, no, he's been involved in a lot this season. It's been a lot of fun, because it's all been I very, uh... Definitely. It's, it's been good stuff.
1: I love it. It's great. And- and I guess real quick, kind of switching not not totally switching gears, but talk, talking about her Isabel's death in relationship to live. like you know, we even had the conversation last week with you know major saying to live like you know, up, oh, like you're the girl who always has to play the hero because your life has no meaning with it otherwise, like how do we how do you guys think this is gonna affect live because there was literally nothing she could do nothing to, to save Isabel. not even, you know, as we saw, obviously, not even her scratch. Um, and I think that's what makes it all the more tragic. But do you think that's going to weigh heavy on her, especially if she ends up eating her brain, which she asks her to do, too?
2: Yeah, I was thinking about, you know, if she'd have to eat the brain and everything, and obviously, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting because it's... It, it comes from such a different angle, like you were saying, Chris, just how, like, there's nothing they could do about it. It didn't, um, you know, it started to separate it from... As soon as we found out about, you know, her condition and just how nothing worked... Um, it, it really separated the character from the initial, like, being smuggled in plot. Um, because otherwise she directly... And so organically, um, I mean, you were talking about how great of an actress she is, but I think, you know, she really bled into the main, just the main plot so much. And even though it wasn't for that long, her presence was always uh, so much. So, I don't know. I don't know what Liv... I feel like she'll either try to, like, I don't know. I don't know if she'll use it as fuel somehow or a distraction, you know, like she'll start going more intense with the, uh, you know, the underground business, but it'll, this is, it's going to be interesting, because this is so, sort of a, such a personal thing to all of the main characters that has such a small meaning, at least right now, um, on sort of, like, the grand scheme of things and everything else going on, so it'll be interesting to see how that sort of, uh, spreads out among the ripple effect to like the show and the characters interactions and things like that. So definitely. Cause what if we get like, think if like major came home, you know, and sees Robbie, like, like for instance, he, you know, how would, he wouldn't know. So like, how would it, you know, how would Robbie kind of impact major's mood and like, how would it ripple out into the main plot? For yeah.
0: sure. Well, Given what Major had to deal with this episode, well, yeah, there could be some sort of sympathy between the two.
2: Yeah, very true, um, and that's why I find, yeah, that was uh, another interesting parallel.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, right. Like we couldn't we couldn't have just one teenage death <laughs> in this episode just
2: like oof. that was rough <laughs> yeah i mean it was just you know obviously uh very surprising i think um like if you're asking me who i would think is possibly dying i mean i the you know i'm thinking more main characters so i didn't really expect it for jordan and, you know, to for that whole, whole sequence to happen. But uh, I really liked it, actually. I thought it was pretty interesting. Pretty aggressive. I like, you know.
0: God,
2: well, he was that
0: close to getting Chase. Oh, like, Fisher? A... Yeah. Dang, Captain Seattle. <laughs> you almost too good.
1: <laughs> well, and, I mean, so... Like, as that... So, here's my thing about that scene real quick. Because I want to talk about the bigger implications, which I like. I did not like how that scene was executed. At all. Um, with, like, the music and the slow-mo. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought... I, I, um... I don't know. I thought it was just, like, a little too... Um, like a little too uh, melodramatic mm-hmm. and like I know the music was leading um, leading into the uh, the brother love scene at the church mm-hmm. but I don't know I think that scene would have had a little more weight if they had let it just kind of play out normally like I wanted to feel the shock chase graves's actions a little more and even though we didn't know a ton about captain seattle or, or fisher you know um i wanted to feel his loss a little more uh th- and i think the i was kind of so taken aback by the just like the music choice and the the distracting mo that i was like oh, okay kind of took me out of the moment for a second um but yeah the implications around it are what interest me the most, because to me, you know, this whole storyline with Major like working for, or like working undercover with Ross and all this stuff, this is just a plot device to get us to where we're at now, which is Major I think is going to turn on Chase Graves. hmm And, uh, because with losing Fisher, I mean, if this doesn't bring up like the loss of his of like the kids he had you know of, of, of what blaine did in season one i'm gonna call bs on the writers mm-hmm. because that's exactly what i thought of as soon as it happened that he's now going to try to he might view Chase through that same lens and now when it comes to choosing film or graves or choosing to protect Liv, i think he's going to be on Liv's side um and i think that's really interesting and I think it works because we've all seen Chase spiraling these recent weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, but,
2: oh yeah, but
1: yeah. I, yeah, I just wish I don't know. I, I maybe I'm being nitpicky, but I just wish that scene had just been done differently because it was so dark and vicious and like oh and oh my god levels of I can't believe he just did that.
2: I agree. Um, no, I, I agree with you. I think it it just didn't feel like iZombie's style. Exactly. You know, it was definitely, like, it was just out of place, and, like, yeah, I mean, it like you said, it was very, uh, just, like, oddly it, dramatic and everything, and I think it, it just out without... for how, yeah. for, you know, for how, I don't think, like, the thing that's great about this show is how seamlessly intense and, like shocking it can be and just for how much was going on in this episode i do not think i think it just hurts it because you know you're going through this episode and it's pretty much an episode where almost scene by scene you know you're just taking gut punches and you're just sitting there like what is going on for all these plot threads and how well done they are and then you get to this and it just sort of removes you from, I think, the impact of it all As instead of if they had just sort of rolled it in real time, kept it quick, like a can't-believe-your-eyes moment. And, you know...
1: Yeah, it just felt like a so
2: yes, kind yep. of moment. Absolutely.
1: And, like, iZombie can play around with that tone. And, like, that's fine. And, like, even poke fun at it or... You know, like, and they've done, like, musical stuff before, whether it's both funny or not. Like, even, I I always think back to, I think it's season two when they did the uh, set to, like, One Day More from Les Mis. They did a whole sequence set to that. Like, that's fine. I just, yeah, it just felt like, it it felt like someone was coming out of the TV and grabbing me and being like, do you know this is dramatic, Chris?
2: Do you know this (laughs) is important?
1: And I was like, well, yes. Yes, I do, because you guys, like, done a great job of getting to this moment with chasing major's characters um you know and even if i don't really care too much about fishery right now i care because of how this is going to impact major and um yeah so that that was it but uh yeah i'm i'm really excited now because now there's more conflict and major's not going to just be like blindly loyal to chase At least, like, there's no way with the look he gives him, it's just there's no way he's gonna be... He ain't gonna be uh, Employee of the Month anymore.
0: Yeah. It's... It's gonna make these last two episodes pretty interesting. And how they might play into what comes next for next season. Because, man... Is there going to be a conversation next week?
1: Oh yeah, after after this episode, hundred percent, I put it all put it all on the table. If like I'm going into Vegas, Chase Graves ain't making out of the season alive. Hundred percent after this week's episode, yeah. Chase Graves is done. No way, there's, there's no redeeming him now. Yeah, Craves. he unloaded into uh, Jordan which, like, okay, yeah, even if you don't kill her, that hurts like a son of a you-know-what. Mm-hmm. And and then, like, and then he kills Fisher, and, and like, you can see he maybe has a little remorse on his face as he's walking out, but there's no way that Major or anyone's getting, like, a cross or a And if he's irredeemable, as much as I like, you know, um as much as I like what he's brought to the show, if he's your team, I think you have a better villain than Blaine. You know, Jason Doring's great at what he does, but I think, you know, if you're, if we're going endgame here, and let's say, I mean, season five hasn't been announced as the final season, but let's just say for argument's sake it is, or even season six, if we can get that far. Like, I don't think Chase is your endgame villain. I think Blaine is. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if one, if one of them's got a fight it by the end of the season my money's on chase
2: yeah absolutely um like you said i think he's been a great character and uh but he'll have served his purpose so and i think this is i enjoy watching him go out like this because you know i don't find this to be a surprising act for his character but i think it's interesting to watch him sort of go down this, you know, this darker road and just continue to sort of be, uh, losing it a little bit. Totally.
1: And I, I wonder, and I'm sorry guys, cause I feel like I'm, I'm talking a lot this episode and it might just be the caffeine I had earlier. Uh, the, I wonder if Fillmore Graves itself is going to exist by the end of the season.
2: Yeah, that's interesting. Because of,
1: yeah, just because of other things, which I'm sure we'll be talking about in a second. Um, I don't know, man. There's an uprising coming, and I don't yeah. know if Gilmore Graves is going to survive it.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, I mean, I think that'll be interesting. But yeah, I could see that, you know, as the... "Quote unquote nuke" to kind of eliminate Fillmore Graves, um,
0: or even just lessen their sort of stranglehold on society,
1: if anything. For sure, for sure.
2: I do need to point out that Donnie has a uh, him on director brain, just another <laughs> killer brain, another amazing brain. <laughs>
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: It definitely was one of the finer brains this season. And I just loved it.
2: Just because you're on director brain doesn't mean you're some big, like, big director. (laughs) And how he flips out back.
1: Dude. Yeah. It was. Oh my god. It was so fun. It was just so much fun and then oh god doesn't he show crybaby the video Mm -hmm. and he's like like, is this your actual response or is it just (laughs) yeah is it just a condition
0: (laughs) he's been the best addition to that side of things in a while he's just this big dude who's just always crying and it's great and I love it uh
2: Yeah, but, I mean, I agree, I think as far as the church goes, otherwise it's just it's just brewing brewing like a volcano right now.
0: Oh, yeah. It's gonna get nuts.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's uh, it's not gonna be, uh, I mean Donnie, as funny as that director brain is, uh, in releasing that video out into the world isn't uh no no bueno. It's not gonna help anybody. That's for sure. I uh I mean we all we all saw that montage of the uh the zombies watching it mm-hmm. and uh man I'm like I'm scared for any human still left in Seattle right now. That's all yeah. I'm to say. It's just like a, whew.
0: I'm trying to think of if there's anything really of note to talk about with Liv's brain, other than it's just a germaphobe brain, and it just was kind of there. No, I and think served it's, it's more. Purpose. I
2: think like the more interesting. I was gonna bring it up was that how. It's funny how just week after week, you know, we're seeing, the brains sort of take such a backseat, um, but how, you know, we're sort of toned down because of how much more important stuff is going on. And I love just, we've been talking about it all season, but how well, you know, the show weaves its plots together, and the this is where the payoff really comes into that, because it, you know, runs all these plots, and now every episode is just dripping with amazing dialogue and scenes, and everything feels important um, to the point where, you know, there's not really even time to do a thorough... Um, plot of the week or crime of the week so
1: i i will say the the one uh thing i do want to talk about in relation to the brain is how Liv says goodbye to peyton and instead of hugging her like touches elbows with her i thought that was really funny that made me laugh pretty hard Mm -hmm. and uh And it was just, like, a a, a fun little bit of comedy and what was a much more heavy episode.
0: Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. And the little tidbits of comedy we did get were a nice little break, for sure. But, man, this episode still... Emotions.
2: Yeah, I mean, then you have Clive... Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And I, I thought I, that was going to tear me apart. But it wasn't. Yeah. Cause it just got more and more emotional as we carried through the episode.
1: Man, that... Man, just... Clive
2: and Basio. Uh... I uh they deserve so much better they do they do i just
1: i mean and especially like that like in, like kind of that almost innocent conversation from last week right that we thought was like you know just him with, like opening up to live and it and Bazio overhearing it and <clears> just <throat> oh man i um because we, we, we all know that she's lying about having met somebody. And it's just oh, yeah. saying it for his his benefit. And it's just like... But but I also, you know... And Clive has obviously bothered the entire episode with it. But, like, I, I'd still... Aside from her getting a vial of the cure, there's no way. There's, there's, like, I just don't see a way of them getting back together.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's just... But, like, I'm also... I don't know about you guys, I'm not satisfied with this from, like, a closure standpoint.
2: Yeah.
0: No, yeah, definitely, like, it's not done until the fat lady sings, so to speak. With this relationship, so... Because she's stuck there. She ain't going anywhere. It's not like she can fly off to Washington, D.C. to deal with the whole FBI thing she's just she's there in New Seattle as a zombie
2: yeah I really hope that they bring it back in now um, somehow just because we have another season and I just there's gotta be more for them Definitely.
1: Although, I still like Michelle. I'll say it. I still yeah. Like oh, sh- yeah, she's good. I just, uh, I honestly felt bad for her with how, like, distracted Clive was. You know, because it's like, he's clearly still, like, so messed up with, mm-hmm. um, you know, with everything that um, that he's gone through with her. And, uh, yeah, and I just, that, uh, that, that was, that was a gut punch too. And I, I don't know. I just, um, I am glad to see that the one thing I will say is like, I'm not happy that they broke up, but I'm happy that there was like more development with them Yeah, with regard to it. Just because like we've been like kind of playing around and and you know the fact that Clive did kiss Michelle, I was waiting to see like what what happened um because of that uh but uh but yeah, I um I don't know man we we talk about this every week, and I'm just like, just don't know how it's gonna end well, just don't know how it's gonna end well uh. It's sad. Very, very sad.
0: On a lighter note, we did get to finally meet Peyton's parents. (laughs) And that was sort of one of the brighter scenes. Especially with Ravi just going, dude,
1: knock it off. Now's not the time. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. we uh, we got a lot of I, I tweeted out a a thing about that as we were talking about before we started. We got a lot of love on that tweet after Raul liked it, um, which was uh which was fun. Um, because now it's just like it's good to see Robbie, You know, it's good to see Robbie not only standing up for for Peyton uh but himself too. And, you know, and not taking any of her dad's crap. I mean, he saw right through what he was trying to do. Oh, yeah. And uh I do, and, and, but I do like also, though, that he was willing to agree with them on the fact that she should get the heck out of Seattle. Because, as we were kind of alluding to with, now with, you know, Angus's congregation Seeming to like spread, you know, it's seeming like it's going to spread, and his like crazy sermons are getting more out there. Um, it's more dangerous than ever just to walk the streets, let alone what the government's going to do. Um, and so I kind of like in the way that Robbie's, you know, he's sacrificing his own happiness because he knows, like, hey, Peyton, like, you got to get out of here. Like it's not an option for me to get out, but you know you have that option. I, I want you to go. Yeah.
2: Uh,
0: spoiler: she doesn't. Um, doesn't because, go to S- Seattle or doesn't go to DC? No, she she comes back at the end of the episode. I think oh, right? Mm, no, 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 no. That was that was. Damn it. That was that was Rose dressed That was Liv dressed as Peyton. My bad. The, the it, was,
1: it was that good of a disguise.
0: Yeah. It fooled me. <laughs> as you can tell it. my brain is get... still playing spin me. It's still spinning like a record continuously going on in this brain and it, it ruins everything.
2: <laughs>
0: For those of you who don't know Go see some of my tweets. I'd
1: I'd give uh I'd give her uh um what's it called? I'd give her uh, disguises a seven out of ten. <laughs> so it's okay, Sean. It's okay.
0: Granted, it was it was dark and I wasn't really paying attention when they walked in, so <laughs>
1: uh I did like that though. That was a that was a fun moment getting to see uh Live impersonate pain. Something I something I never necessarily knew I wanted until they gave it to us. I just love how like dumb and founded the guys were like, Yeah, seems about right. She's got she's got dark hair. Yeah. <laughs> uh
0: I mean it was a decent enough disguise, minus the height difference. But, you know. Who's paying attention to that?
1: I mean, she was wearing the same clothes as she was in her ID. So, boom.
0: <laughs>
1: I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I was um, what was I gonna say? That was definitely uh, I I don't know what's gonna happen with Peyton. I don't know. I mean, Ali Mashaka tweeted out jokingly that it's been like a great four years. <laughs> But I'm like, she's obviously kidding, despite the fact that some people don't think she is, but she is. She's gotta be.
2: Yeah, that so. would be... A, the troll, the troll of the century, but B, just, come <laughs> on. You already, you know, you already did a sturdy with Dale and Clive. Yeah, right? Don't yeah. do... Exactly. Can't do that to us.
1: A-
0: yeah.
2: Exactly.
0: Don't go breaking my heart. (laughs) Please, we need one relationship to get out of the season, okay?
1: Yeah, man, I mean, you're not invested in live and leave on? I
0: actually genuinely forgot about them. Uh, (laughs) If only because I still, for some reason want to see Major and live together in the end?
1: It could happen. I don't I don't doubt that it'll, it might happen by the end unless, you know, Major dies. Now, oh, please, for the I'm love always... of God, <laughs> don't let him die. I mean, what else could they, you know, what else could they do to him besides, uh, I mean, they've already put him through the ringer in so many other ways. So, uh, you know. permanent teenage teenage girl brain
0: permanent teenage
1: girl brain you know (laughs) there you go Uh, that'd be that'd be great for us oh yeah oh yeah um uh do we have anything else we want to uh jump into or um i have uh i have some like listener mail maybe it could give us some ideas to talk about as well
0: yeah, let's let's go dive into that because it looks like we've had enough of listener feedback to at least help generate some ideas of what else to dive into.
1: For sure. So um, we got some emails and we got some tweets from you guys. So thank you so much for all of that. Uh, do you want, well, we'll start with the email because it's there's a there's a little more meat and, meat and potatoes to kind of dive into there. Uh, so let's see. So this is from uh, Danielle Heartless, who is a first, you know, first time commenting on an episode, uh, an episode. So thank you very much for reaching out to us, Danielle. We really appreciate it. Uh, thank you for listening. Um, so she just said that she thought it was a great episode. And, you know, she mentioned about how she was in tears when Isabel died at the end and she wasn't expecting to cry. Um which I think kind of a lot of us were just like not expecting to be hit as hard as we were, mm-hmm. and I think goes to what we were talking about before, where it was just like they did just such a great job with this character, um, and then and, um, she really enjoyed live on germaph uh, germaphobe. Germapho- wow, germaphobe brain.
0: English um, is hard, so guys.
1: I told you it was for me tonight. Yeah, uh, I, I still have to. Right after this too, I don't know. Hopefully, my written word is better than my speaking word. Uh, speaking word, <laughs> spoken word. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh, oh right. man! Oh, man. Oh, oh, man. Anyway, we're all uh, professionals
0: uh, here. We're professional yeah, talkers here. Oh uh, yeah, you yeah.
1: CW gives us the big money to do this podcast. Uh, um, so she loved reactions. To- <laughs> <laughs> so she loved Liv's reactions to everyone sneezing. Um, and hey, she talked about the elbow to Peyton too. Yes. All right. Thanks, Danielle. We're on the same page. Love that little moment. Um, and then she mentioned about the Clive and Basio breakup and how that was kind of the, the worst, saddest part of the episode, aside from Isabel. Um, she knew it was coming, but it was still so heartbreaking to watch. Clive's expressions just broke me. I know you guys must be reeling from this as well, so we'll suffer together. <laughs> we are. We are all suffering together, Danielle. Uh, and... Uh, and she just said that she, you know, she thought it was a great episode. She doesn't have as much to contribute because her brain is processing all of these emotions. Um, so, yeah, I think that's kind of where we're at, too. And, yeah, I guess, like, do you guys think... The one thing I'll talk about with Clyde and Bazio that brings me to it with like, Clyde's expression is, do you think he's going to challenge Bosio at all about this? Or, you know, or is he going to... Because I don't think... Dale's not going to budge herself. Because mm-hmm, she but, thinks like, she's doing, we... like,
2: the... Exactly.
1: So, because so my thing is, Clive has to kind of be the one if anything's going to change. And I don't know. Like, like is he going to try to be happy with Michelle for a while, or like what do you, what do you guys think is going to happen next with him? What's his next move?
0: I honestly think he's going to try with Michelle, but realize that he's still not ready. Just given what we even saw, he's like, yeah, that was great, but he wasn't, like, all that... Like, he still seemed very remorseful about it. So, we'll see. For sure.
2: I'm hoping that, um... I'm hoping that this is, like... Them, I don't know, I feel like he will... I'm hoping he quickly realizes that despite him trying to bury his feelings, you know, and give it a chance, I think he'll pretty quickly realize that things aren't right and, like, this isn't what he wants at the end of the day, no matter what. And he's going to challenge uh, Dale about it. But we'll see. All right.
1: Yeah, I, I also think Michelle might give them the push, too. Mm-hmm. Or she might just be like, listen, like kind of like how she was at the beginning of the season, where she was like, I don't want to be, you know, anyone's, like, open relationship interest. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think she'll kind of maybe give them a push and be like, Clyde, we both know your heart's not fully in this. Um, But yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see with, like, I, I love how we're all, like, you know, there's two episodes left, and, like, you know New Seattle by the end of it might be like a wasteland, and but we're also, we're also invested in what's gonna happen in this relationship. <laughs> because, Sounds about right. It. Basio and Bobino, man, they're the best. They're the best. Um, and then before we wrap things up here, I just want to give a quick shout out to um, a couple of the people who tweeted at us, and then we have. Um, a question, uh, from one of our listeners as well that I want us to to dive into a a couple of questions, um, for predictions we might have. Um, so Doug, Doug Green tweeted at us about the Isabel sequence that he said his place got very dusty around then. We, we agree with you, Doug. It was as a heart-wrenching, heartbreaking sequence for sure, and, uh, definitely made a lot of people, not just yourself, emotional, um. And then, um, and I, I apologize if I am butchering your name here, but I believe it's, uh, Larry Ann Moore, um, which, nice, like, live more. Uh, she said that she really, really liked the scene where Ravi stood up to Payton's parents, or Payton's dad, way to go, Ravi. Also, yay, iZombie got renewed. We are pumped about that renewal as well, and, like, as we talked about, I really like that scene, um, I think too like something that that scene just shows again that like Robbie is kind of back to being the guy that Peyton fell for versus who he was last season. Mm-hmm. Kind of reaffirms it. Um then we have Cyan, I think that's how you would say it, which the Twitter handle is at mom's future writer and just sent us the for when I asked for feedback on Twitter, just sent us the Emma Stone from S N L GIF of her just eating ice cream while crying. That's how she's feeling after this episode, or he or she's feeling after this episode. Uh, which is funny. We I, mean, I had some cake, but I had some uh, some graduation cake left uh, over for my sister's graduation this weekend while I was I was watching it. So I understand the need to eat ice cream there. Um and, and and then finally, um uh we have our, our good pal Maddie um at Lives More on Twitter. Uh, who, who's you know given us feedback before? She sent a, a lovely email the other week, um, and she writes too emotional to even think this week. However, I'd love to hear your prediction, uh, hear your predictions for the finale. Angus seems to be the type of guy who strikes first, given what we saw la- saw this last episode. Will Curtis be saved? Is there any hope for the humans of New Seattle? So some big idea questions there. Uh, what do you guys, I mean, feel free, either one of you jump in about any of them, about Curtis, you know, about what Angus's move might be next, is he going to strike, are, are humans in New Seattle kind of done for, what, what do we think?
2: Um, I mean, I think absolutely Angus is striking first, um, oh yeah, and I think that's gonna really, do, you know, dominate things and sort of throw everything on edge. I mean, this show loves to go out with a bang as we've seen with uh, you know, like the Max Rager party and you know, their finales. So, I think that's going to be just the I don't know. I think that it's going we're going to see sort of these Everybody's plots unfold, and they're all going to be somewhere, and that's when the zombie riot is going to strike. <laughs> Just at the most inconvenient time, you know, with lots going on, and uh, and I think it'll be a good combination of, like, something like the, again, the Max Rager party, and then the something like me cute exploding. Like if you combine those two things, I feel like that's what this is going to turn into.
0: Oh man. Oof. That's going to get crazy yeah. quickly. Um, but definitely thinking that it's probably going to break down something like that, where it's going to be riots in the streets and, mm-hmm. Fillmore Graves is going to be stretched super thin. Despite the fact that they have the upper hand with the weaponry, the church has the numbers. Because with what's going on in Fillmore Graves, tensions are going to be super high, and if anything, there's going to be less and less people willing to fight for at least Chase Graves unless Chase Graves gets knocked out and say oh I don't know Major takes over and goes listen you buttheads we're going to do this we're going to save these humans screw whatever Chase Graves did because he's gone I'm in charge now which is something I'd love to see with his character him take on this leadership role again not just for a small group of people but for an entire sort of unit. An army unit. Um, even though that's probably not the right terms because I don't know these terms because I'm a Dumbo. But that's something that I would like to see personally because that might be honestly the only way the humans could survive because it looks like they're other than the police and some drug lords... Not too many people have any sort of self-defense mechanisms, like self-defense options for this sort of thing. So it's these this last two episodes, whether it's a two-parter or or not, things are going to get wild. It's going to get nuts. It's going to get messy. And people are going to die as a result of it. Relationships are going to be torn even further than they were before. And who knows? Honestly.
1: Yeah. No, for sure. I think I liked both of your guys' ideas. They're Um, especially that one about Major, Sean. I think that's a really cool idea for maybe how the season could somehow end up if if Fillmore Graves itself doesn't end and Major just kind of takes it in a new direction. Um, as for the... Uh, as for whether Curtis is going to be saved, I could definitely see next week's episode ending with, like, Liv, Liv uh, being caught by, like, by Chase Graves and Major as she tries to, like, break out curtis and like all while all this is going down it's kind of like uh you know chase graves is like ordering major to like shoot live or something like that right there's this big dramatic moment and then while all that's happening that's when like the zombie riots start with brother love with angus Mm -hmm. and so it's just like uh oh wow we have this whole crazy thing we're dealing with but holy crap there's an even crazier thing going on outside um which kind of reminds me a little bit of... It would remind me a little bit of what they did with the Season 2 finale, where their job was to go in there and save all the zombies, and then uh, all the Max Rager... uh, uh, All the Max Rager employees ended up turning into zombies, and it was a crazy whole thing. Uh, Yeah. Uh, So I could see something like that happening, but... Really, I don't really know. I do agree with you too, Blaze. I think Angus is gonna strike first in some way. I don't think he necessarily will do it himself. Similar to what we saw. Um, oh God, what's his name? The guy who like said his friend was food uh, after he tried to um, shoot him. You guys know him? Yeah. His name is a yeah. right now. We we all know who I'm talking about. And and, he was the
0: one who was scratched by Jordan early on this season.
1: Correct. Yeah. And I just um I'll try to look his name up on IMDb while uh, I'm doing this real quick. But the uh, I I can see him like manipulating someone into doing his dirty work and and into doing something crazy, something similar to like what we saw at the end of last season with the. Um, like, with the suicide bomber. hmm um, Yeah. Uh, about that one, and this season's done a lot. It's, it's kind of kept me on my toes, which, um, I really appreciate it. And his name is Tucker, by the way. Uh, Tucker is the character I was looking for. It was a name like that. But, uh, but, yeah, no, um... Definitely a lot to speculate on, and and Maddie, thank you very much, as always, for the feedback and for those questions. If there's any hope for humans, I mean, unless the moves locations, somehow, someway, I feel like at least Clive and Peyton have to stick around, Mm -hmm. because I don't see either of them becoming becoming zombies. So, um, Although, wouldn't that be a crazy twist? Just, like, everyone in Seattle somehow gets the zombie virus and again, and, like, and I don't know, but...
0: Well, nobody know. got their flu shots, Yeah, so. that,
1: was, that was a great line by Clive. Like, you didn't get your flu shot? And I don't want to turn into a werewolf. That made me think of you, Sean, with the whole were-zombie. <laughs>
0: Were-terriers, yeah. man. Yeah, from yeah. From the right. comics.
1: <laughs> yep, from the comic as well made me think of that. Um... But yeah, I was if Clive also just, just thinking,
0: became a wear terrier
1: I'd be down. Right? And I also just enjoyed the... <sighs> it was such a stupid, simple line, but when they're examining the body and Liv just goes, oh man, she's got pretty big hair. And Robbie just goes, and a pretty big penis. <laughs> and it was just the <laughs> delivery of it. With that, like... <laughs> so it, it, it was just so... Because I, I, When I was watching the episode for the first time, I was just like, what the... Oh man, it was is good uh, again those those moments were a little few and far between in this episode of the humor, but when it when it hit it still it still hit pretty well as always yeah it was it was definitely
0: a good sort of breath of fresh air any time it happened So. I'm really glad it started that way because. It sort of, it had me thinking, oh no, if it's already starting at this high of a note, where is this going to
1: go? Should I be worried? Yeah, well, it's kind of like in that way where it started off funny. um, To, what episode was was it? It was the Dominatrix episode last season. Which was like super funny, and then ended with like what we thought was major, like losing his memories forever. Um, so, uh, I zombie man. It, <laughs> it'll it'll surprise you.
0: Emotions, just tugging on those heartstrings all the time.
1: Just think of the uh, Troy from Community gif. The, my emotions, my emotions. This entire episode. Basically,
0: but I'm really looking forward to see how this last little bit of the season goes because it it really is looking to be a sort of at least the end of the chapter in terms of this sort of story. And what happens here will definitely carry on into this following season, even if there is some sort of... Even if the ending of this season seems like it's going to be a series finale, because they didn't know whether or not they were going to get this next season, I feel like there's going to be some sort of string that connects the two together, so... I'm ready.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
0: For sure. I don't know if I'm emotionally ready. <laughs> but
1: let's do this. <sighs> let's go for it. Yeah. Um,
0: so is that it? Is that all we got? We good?
1: Uh I'm I'm pretty pretty good. I touched on, touched on all my bases. I mean, unless you want me to keep talking about the the Phillies wild card chances <laughs> after a month and a half of baseball, but, but uh, I don't I don't think the listeners really want that. So, <laughs>
0: um, I mean, the only other thing I can mention is going back to Donnie with. Uh, the hashtags for the video when he posted it, but that's about it. Just all the clickbaity hashtags, but I don't know if they're appropriate to say here. So I think we'll just leave it at that.
1: Let's uh, yeah, let's let's keep it family friendly. <laughs> well, exactly. That's why we're just gonna leave it at that. You you guys watched the
0: episode. I'm hoping, if you guys are listening to this episode and haven't seen the episode what are you guys doing? like, come on come They're
1: on just, they, they just prefer this good audiobook
0: yeah, but we went we went from the end to the beginning like we went completely backwards as was my design but, I guess that's gonna <laughs> do it for us this week, so before we head off into our own lives again, Chris, where can we find you in the internet space? Sure thing. Um, as always,
1: you guys can find me on Twitter at ckinger13. Uh, uh, caught up with some reviews from last week, so those are all posted now. And then this is a big week for this and you know, like next week. Uh, big week for finales, so be on the lookout for my New Girl series finale review, which will be posted later tonight, my Riverdale finale review, and my Arrow finale review. Um, and yeah, I uh, really appreciate people who have been finding me through iZombie Radio on there too, and have been reaching out to me, so thanks for that, all right guys, and uh, I just as always, I appreciate you reading, listening, and, and doing whatever it means. It means uh, it's a lot. So, thank you.
2: And Blaze, where can we find you on the internet space? You can find me at Blaze Hopkins on Twitter. I'm um, hoping to start up some writing again soon, but otherwise uh feel free to reach out and discuss any uh television shows or uh, some zombie.
0: All right. And you guys can always find me at SnarkySean Sean on Twitter. Um If you scroll through my recent stuff, you'll see the pain that I had to endure of listening to a song for nearly five hours on repeat while my coworkers decided they were going to continue for another three hours or so. I don't remember the exact timing because it's all a blur, so go have fun watching me and my coworkers be in torment. Um, Other than that, I've got my Psych Rewatch podcast and my tokusatsu superhero podcast and my occasional nonsense about Power Rangers because that's a thing I'm still doing I'm watching Power Rangers Zio now so that's a thing and yeah that's me this podcast however can be found many different ways you can find it on izombieradio.com you can find it at izombieradio on twitter uh, you can find it in your podcast feed that you're listening to this episode in, which is, you know, could be iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, a few other things. I honestly don't know. Um, but yeah, let us know what you thought about this episode, or this everything in general about the show somewhere on the internet, uh, whether that be on Twitter or email us at izombieradio at gmail.com and rate and and review us yeah, rate and and review us on your social media platform not social media, podcast platform of choice, see if we're all having problems with English and yeah (laughs) DC TV podcasts you know, if if there's a DC show chances are we have a podcast about it um Potentially, I mean, our the dude who started this usually creates a podcast the second a show's announced. So you know, look out for uh, look out for Doom Patrol podcast or Doom Patrol radio or whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> who knows? Uh, <laughs> but with that, enjoy the rest of your night, day, whatever.